0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Let's go ahead and uh, do something that no other media outlet does. I'm actually shocked we've made it this Ever. far into the NFL season and not a single radio show, not a single TV show has taken our idea. The OG's completely original, never-been-done-before football power rankings? Let's go. Number four, Joe.
1: Kyle Shanahan, 49ers coach. His dad was able to just rummage through the trash bin and find a running back. Well, he has the gift to rummage through the trash bin and find a quarterback, whether it's Trey Lance, Jimmy G, Brock Purdy, doesn't matter. Shanahan and the Niners keep rolling along. My number four is Tom Brady's face.
0: That is the true MVP of the television season so far. Is the game terrible featuring the Bucks? Yeah, it really is, because they're a bad team. They stink. He stinks. But you know what's really compelling? Watching Tom Brady get angry with no culpability. Tommy. Tommy getting mad. At no point is anybody going to say anything like, Hey, Tommy, like, dial it back, dude. Like It's not working right now. It's not working. But Tom Brady's face absolutely
1: ruling the power rankings right now. You're number three, Joe. Vegas baby the house always wins I was watching ESPN Sunday morning and they were going through their picks and they were like it was Rex Ryan I'll I'll specifically call him out he's like I don't understand the five and seven Lions are a two-point favorite over the ten and two Vikings how does that make any sense what is this math you speak of of course the Lions turn around and win the game 34 23 yes yes those shiny buildings with the wonderful carpeting. Yes, they they keep going up. They never close. There's a reason. My
0: number three football power rankings goes to the Dallas Cowboys setting you up to break your heart. They're setting you up. To, I don't know why people fall for this all the time. The Dallas Cowboys have been looking pretty good since Dak Prescott's come back from his injury, even without him they looked pretty good they got a great defense okay they got some skill position talent it's all clicking right now but there's two issues Dak Prescott for as much as people want to talk about him as being a league MVP or he's worth this money and things like that he has come up incredibly small in the postseason number one number two who's head coach again who's head coach Mike McCarthy you mean the guy who's made it this far in his career and still doesn't understand the clock management thing Yeah, there's going to be a Mike McCarthy moment in the playoffs, and it's going to break your heart again, and that's going to cause everybody to dunk on Cowboys fans. And this is not me making fun of Cowboys fans, because the one thing that does bother me is the idea of a Dallas Cowboys bandwagon.
1: Yeah, what What bandwagon? They haven't won anything (laughs) since 95.
0: Okay, it doesn't exist. Like, the people who still ride for the Cowboys... Are commendable. Yeah, they're legit fans. They're almost like Wolfpack fans in that you chose whoa, this life.
1: Whoa, you whoa. chose this life. That's a twelve-year head start, sir. Just That's a good just point. Slow down a little That's bit. A good there. point. All right, number
0: two on your football power rankings.
1: I like it when you do that right there with a Joey Burr. Speaking of Vegas, Joey Burr, ten and one against the number in his past eleven starts.
0: My number two football power rankings, completely original, hasn't been done before. Can't get this anywhere else. Carolina Panthers interim head coach, Steve Wilkes. Now, there's been a lot of uptick in conversation around Wilkes and whether or not he should get the full-time head coaching job. This is where I'm at with Steve Wilkes and why I love it. It's going to put Tepper in a position where he has to explain why Steve Wilkes isn't getting the job. You know Steve Wilkes is not getting the job, right? Seems unlikely. This is not me saying he deserves the job, doesn't de- deserve the job, XYZ, right? Because there's still plenty of football left. But what I want is I want David Hot Stepper to squirm on a podium. I knew you liked it. Yeah, that's fine. I want him to squirm on a podium as he tries to say with a straight face why a guy who could potentially win the division with nothing, with Sam Dardo's freaking quarterback, and no Christian McCaffrey, a bunch of dudes. That guy doesn't get a shot at being the head coach with an actual plan to win, as opposed to what we have now. Please explain that to
1: me. That's what I want. I need it. Next up, number one on your football power ratings. It's got to be the Philadelphia Eagles. They're breathing fire. They're 12-1, and they have a chance to pull this thing into the barn and be the number one seed in the NFC, win a Super Bowl for just the second time in franchise history. Jalen Hurts might even just be your MVP this year.
0: My number one in the OG's completely original football power ranking goes to Iowa State fans. Iowa State. Iowa State fans. Okay. QBU. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy came in and looked awesome. Looked awesome for the 49ers in their win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Yes. And we did that thing where college fans were like, we told Mr. Irrelevant. We knew when he got drafted that he was going to be a special player. Now, Purdy left Iowa State as a three-time All-Big 12 quarterback. He holds 32 school records, including career pass attempts, completion, percentage, yards, both passing and total touchdowns, 14 games with 300-plus passing yards, nearly triple the previous school record holder. Do you know who that was?
1: Iowa State? Iowa State. The
0: Uh, best quarterback of Iowa Iowa State Seneca Wallace. Brett Meyer, apparently. Oh, okay. Brett Meyer. Anyway, what's funny is, like, Iowa State's like, yes! And all the college football people who watch copious amounts of college football going, y'all, nobody who watched Brock Purdy in college thought he'd look like that on a Sunday. Now the question is, after one game, is the Brock Purdy Bloom going to wilt two games. Or it two games, for I should. One, say. Start, so. one start,
1: yeah. I don't know. Their defense is really good. It's a the defense. The division's man. kind of falling apart too. Now, the Debo Samuel injury doesn't looks like he'll be okay, but they obviously need McCaffrey and Samuel to make this thing work. Kyle Shanahan is a wizard, though, for sure. He is. He absolutely is. It's the OG. That's
0: our original football power rankings. Completely original. <laughs> you can't get
1: these. No bills else. for us. No Chiefs for us. No. I mean, look. As Your it, Dolphins didn't make the it. The Dolphins.
0: Either. The Dolphins are fine. The Dolphins
1: are. Ironically, fine. the Cowboys made it. Ironically. Yeah, you ironically put them in there.
0: Mm, no, my football power rankings are not ironic. Okay. They're never
1: ironic. You sure? You
0: sure? I'll honest. No, look, look, the whole point of Ironic is that the fact that the song doesn't feature any ironic lyrics makes it ironic. You see, Alanis is playing 4D chess. Sure. Okay. Sure she is. She's playing 4D chess. Your feeble mind doesn't comprehend the lyrical genius of what she was ultimately trying to do with Ironic. Nah, I mean, look, when I, when I, when I talk about the Dallas Cowboys, it's one of those classic, we've seen this movie before. Yes. And we get that the Dallas Cowboys move the needle, I think our boss boss was telling us, like, in terms of ratings, like when Fox 50 carries, we own Fox 50. Capital Broadcasting owns Fox 50. We carry the NFL games on Fox. And I'm pretty sure that the Cowboys' windows crush everything in their path, everything around here because it's the Cowboys, man. It's America's team, which really is a testament to that fandom because why would you at this point? They always disappoint. Hate watching yeah no see i don't know i don't know if it's hate watching that's what i assigned jets fandom to <laughs> jets fandom is hate watching to the highest degree okay like bless adam gold adam gold's like the intellectual jets fan he's the outlier and he would get into arguments with the jets people who just hate watch like they want to be miserable they want to have pain and suffering And, you know, like, this and that. And, like, Adam, would always get into arguments with Jets fans about this. I'm like, you understand you're operating at an intellectual level that most Jets fans don't. Because they just want to suck and feel the pain. It's like the old Captain Kirk in the absolutely horrible, horrendous Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Where he tells the guy, was it, uh, was it Maybach, Maybach Music, that I need the pain. That's what Jets fans are. I need the pain. Don't take the pain from me. I don't know if Cowboys want that pain. That's just my thought on it. I'm here with Coach Pete from Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, when it comes to retirement, how do you factor inflation into your
2: financial fill-up? <laughs> well, that's a big thing these oh, days. Yeah. How do we counteract this? We make sure that our money's in the right place. We make sure we can't lose a lot of our money when we get closer to retirement. We need to make sure we have an inflation-protected plan for the next 10 people who call. We'll put it together for them, Tim, at no cost or obligation. They'll even get a bag of my new coffee when they come in.
0: Call 800-691-3215, or you can text my name, Tim, to 600 600- 700 just make sure they know that you heard about it here on the drive canes won last night won nothing but there was also some basketball uh, at pnc arena and at the smith center against non-conference competition that's really not going to get you too fired up however i do think there's a larger point to make about the tar heels who hit 100 points last night biscuits for it was a very biscuity night last night because the Canes oh. had a power uh, Canes had a power play goal last night, so you get that Bowberry biscuit. And State had the guy miss the free throws, so the chicken sandwich was in effect, too. The biscuit. And then, obviously, with the Tar Heels hitting 100. And Hubert Davis is absolutely right when he talks about the schedule. If we can look at the Carolina Hurricanes and what they've had to go through and be pretty impressed with how they've come out of this and, and understand the difficulty settings are high because of the travel, the early travel they've had to deal with, well, the same applies to other sports, and the same applies to the Tar Heels, where they were in the Phil Knight Invitational. They leave a four-overtime loss to go to Indiana for the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Lose that game. They had nothing in that game. I get that. It, it, it was not a great performance. And then you're barely home, and then you got to go play a conference game at a very dangerous spot against a good team in Virginia Tech. You finally get the week off. You play at Georgia Tech, and you can get back into this rhythm. They've been home. They've been practicing. Here is Hubert Davis on the fact that they've had time to practice.
2: We were on the road. It's just, we were playing so many games and traveling, we couldn't practice. And so now that we've been home for a week and a half,
1: we've actually had time to practice. And I know that sounds simple, but
2: it's really a big deal. You know, just having an opportunity to build habits, to get out there and practice and find a a rhythm. And also for me as a coach, To be able to coach that and to see that in
1: practice, as opposed to in the heat of a game, a one-point game in the second half, you know, it gives me confidence. It gives them confidence. And uh, I really feel like being at home the last week and a
2: half has really helped us in terms of becoming a better basketball team because we've been here and we've been able to practice.
1: To be clear. I agree with the point you're making. We've made it about the travel. Mm -hmm. To be clear, I agree with what Hubert Davis is saying about being able to practice and prepare the team on how they need to play in order to be successful. However, we cannot dismiss the first four games of this season. North Carolina came into this year as the number one team in the country. They returned four of their five major parts from last year's team. Mm -hmm. All right. Given Carolina's own history and given the expectations in a season where so many other teams don't have four of their five major parts back, we wanted and we expected Carolina to breathe fire from the jump. Yeah. I call this the UConn women's and the Gonzaga men's problem. Mm-hmm. When they play and they don't beat somebody by 50, it's like the world is ending. Okay. Because the expectation is, well, you're the number one team. Well, you were in the Final Four last year. Sure. Well, you were in the championship game last year, and you have all of these guys back. Why aren't you winning by forty? That's a really. It's also an Alabama football problem. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really, really tough mental space to live in, mm-hmm. and even an experienced team with a fifth-year player like Leaky Black and fourth and you know third and fourth-year guys that they have in the backcourt, that's a hard mental space to be in, and I think. Carolina, for whatever reason, wasn't prepared when the season started to live in that mental space. What the four-game losing streak, though, afforded Hubert Davis was you can humble a team. You can. You can humble your players after they lose four games in a row. And it it's, can be as simple as this, Joe. You say to them, oh, well, you're going to do it your way? We didn't win. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to try it my way and see what happens. Is it fair to simply ask... Should they have been the number one team? In that the is country? fair. Did they catch a heater at the end of the year? For sure. No. But it's a tough. I'm only. I'm. I'm not I'm actually blaming bringing this, anybody. No, no, no. But I'm actually bringing this back to the fact that Gonzaga routinely hammers these poor teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden they get in a game and you're like, well, I don't understand. What's wrong with Gonzaga? Uh, Same thing happens with Alabama football. Same thing happens with UConn women's basketball. And we get in these situations like, well, what's wrong with them? I would strip out Gonzaga.
0: I would strip out UConn women's basketball for competition reasons. They're not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not taking anything. But yeah, those away
1: first from. four games this year, that wasn't that great of competition. Wilmington, Charleston, Gardner Webb, James Madison. Sure, those are four games. And, and I know you're gonna laugh at this point. They didn't cover in any of those four games. No, no. <laughs> I think. I think that absolutely I think that matters. But when we saw those games, and
0: Hubert Davis was talking about yellow oh, he saw flags. It. He saw it. Yellow flags, right? He saw it. I don't think it's unfair to simply point out that last year's squad. We cannot treat every Carolina team like previous Carolina teams because we don't know what Hubert Davis is yet as a head coach. Sure. If this were, if that were Roy, and this is not, I'm not bringing this up to knock Hubert Davis. I'm simply bringing this up because we don't well, know you're more what of a his resume with Roy. We don't. There's not enough sample size yeah. for Hubert Davis. Okay. If this were a Roy Williams-led team that finally had the light bulb go on and they did what they did last year and they bring everybody back, we have a sample size to know, oh, well, when Roy brings a group it. back, yeah. it is on, and he knows what buttons to push X, Y, Z. He's a Hall of Famer. This is Hubert Davis's first job, and there's a learning curve here. So not only are these players learning how to get this thing going. Hubert is also learning how to get this thing going too, and that's why I've been screaming – Let's slow down on the expectation. Oh, this team's so, so getting back to the championship, buddy. We don't know that because this is a completely new UNC
2: team
1: and new with, era. And with one very important piece missing. Yes, let's take a quick break. We'll talk to West Durham next.
2: Help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you, or visit our website at thedesignery.com.
0: I saw where North Carolina hired a new offensive line coach. This is on the heels of NC State hiring a new offensive line coach. NC State's offensive line coach looks like Ron Perlman. Actor. Played hellboy. Carolina's does not. So point to NC State. Point to NC State. You hired, you, hired the, you hired a guy who looks like Thanos. So like NC State's offensive line might be inevitable. We shall see. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Rupont line, ACC Network ESPN, it is Wes Durham, who did not enter the transfer portal. He is still with us. Wes, what's going on, man?
2: <laughs> hey, guys. What's happening? How are you?
0: I think, have things finally settled down in college football after last week's craziness?
2: No, no, because I think what you're going to see is as we get to within weeks of certain bowl games, you're going to see more guys, you know, and I think it's going to happen from the G5 level more than the Power 5 level because Mm -hmm. I think the Power 5 guys, for the most part, have jumped in. But I think the G5 guys, and I'll, I'll just share this with you, that I've got Western Kentucky and South Alabama next Wednesday night in New Orleans. In the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Joe, make sure you apply the corporate tag. We'll um,
1: do. do. Tough gig there, Wes. You. Somebody's got to do
2: it. Yeah, that's right. Somebody's got to do it. Um, but Western Kentucky had a guy jump in the portal today, right? Um, Davis Allen, their quarterback, was in the portal the previous nine days. He came out of the portal yesterday when uh, Ryan Walters was named the head coach at Illinois, or I'm sorry, at the Purdue because Tyson Hilton, who was rumored to be a candidate at Western Kentucky for the Purdue job, I should say, um, is uh, he didn't get the job. So Davis Allen, who had been in the portal and ironically was thought to have Louisville on his radar uh, where this ties to the ACC. So I think you're going to see mostly guys in the portal week out, one week out before their team takes off to go to the bowl, if you will. That's when I think you'll see guys who decide to get in the portal unless – and I'll give Mac Brown credit for this because he said it a couple of weeks ago, guys who were going to play maybe in the holiday bowl for Carolina, who are ultimately going to end up in the portal because that, that runway was kind of paved a long time ago by, by the coach and the, and the staff and the way they put the portal concept together for their particular team.
1: West Durham, ACC network ESPN joining us here on the Heaster automotive pot line. That's Joe Ovias. I'm Joe Giglio. Um, in other, besides the portal news, there's some coaching shifting, mostly on in sure. on the assistant staffs. NC State goes and gets a Robert Anae, who was at Virginia, spent this last year at Syracuse, did did mm-hmm. great work the last two years with the quarterbacks that he had, Garrett Trader and Brendan Armstrong, both mobile guys. This feels like a pretty smart hire by Dave Doran, assuming that MJ Morris is still going to be the quarterback next year.
2: I think that Robert Anae is and I would also can I add Garrett 2J into that yeah. as well, Ron Perlman, on the offensive line. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a huge Garrett 2J fan. Um, yeah, I heard you, Joe. That was funny. Um, the uh, I think that Robert has got a gift, and I, I think that if MJ Morris stays at the quarterback position, NC State's dynamic will change offensively and you couldn't have anybody better in terms of QB-centric focus than than Robert. Um, Obviously did a great job with Bryce Perkins, did a great job with Brennan Armstrong, turned Garrett Schrader into, you know, clearly above average this year from just average the year before. And so, you know, I think without talking to him or maybe even hearing his comments on it officially – Dave, I think, had a specific idea of what he was looking for, and it worked out the right way. And I'd be excited if I were an NC State fan, to be honest with you, because I think there are a lot of different things that come into play. And, you know, certainly they like to throw the ball, but the quarterback is a control guy all the way in what his offense looks like, I think.
0: Wes Durham, ACC Network ESPN, joining us here on the OG, alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. If you miss anything from this conversation, you can check it out on the Best of the OG podcast. Big picture outside of the triangle, mm-hmm. has uh, has Clemson satisfied what people have been screaming about? You think? Because you got to remember, it's like the way Clemson's season is gone. They missed the Mr. college football playoff. it's Dabo's got to go into the portal? Dabo's gonna have to disrupt his 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 staff. It seems it seems kind of quiet for
2: Clemson. I think that Clemson's in a. I don't want to speak for their fan base by all means, right? but I think there is a bit of a wait and see here because uh, I think Klubnik obviously was very good in the championship game. There's no getting around that, Mm -hmm. but I also saw the kid airmail three balls against Furman (laughs) in week two when everybody (laughs) thought he should play. Right. Um, I'm going to add this. Let me, let me throw one onto the fire for you here. I I gotta be, I'm a little surprised. Miles Murphy's in the port. Uh, Miles Murphy declared for the draft. Won't play in the ball. Mm -hmm. You follow me? Mm -hmm. Um, That is a bit, and people can correct me if I'm wrong here. That just seems to be a little bit of a breakaway from the Clemson culture, if you will, the all in stuff, right? Um, Maybe I'm wrong, but it just feels that that surprised me a little bit because I thought, well, you know what? He'll play. I'm kind of surprised to see anybody because that's a big enough game. Now, I know there are other guys that, you know, opt out of New Year's Sixes. Hell, they're going to be guys opting out of, look at what Ohio State had somebody opt out of the. Of the semifinal game, right? No, um, he wasn't
1: healthy, but yeah.
2: Wait, wait was that uh, Smith and Jigber or Trey yeah. Henderson? Yeah, both of them yeah. are, are not both, healthy. Both so. of them. So, I mean, they're not. That's from a health perspective, but I'm a little surprised to see Murphy in the in the uh, in the draft thing. Uh, Josh Downs did not surprise me, by the way. Um, but that all being said, I I think Clemson is Clemson out of the woods yet of scrutiny? No. But I think that there are people that want to see, certainly, um, you well, know, it's what receivers do they get? And and what running backs works. do they get?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's where it's gonna they're going to need to show the improvement.
2: Mm-hmm. The yeah, skill players. They, they're, the, vertical, the vertical thing is, I mean, unless Cole Turner is this thing that, you know, he's the next Cooper Cup, right? Um, sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's to me where this is all going to change is what does Club Nick look like? And Tennessee is no great shakes defensively either, by the way. Yeah, I mean, this is um, a
1: shell. This is like a practice game. I don't know who the heck's playing for either one of these teams, ultimately. Yeah,
2: and I think that's, in all honesty, Gilio I think that's the biggest thing we're going to have to sort out is, A, to the point you brought up a moment ago, who's in the portal, and when do they go in the portal, and, you know, who's declared for the draft and what this has become. And this is – to me, of all the things that we really haven't gotten our arms around yet, this is one of them. We, we really haven't figured out yet what this looks like. And I remember, you know, when NIL started, uh, what, two years ago now, I guess, mm-hmm. um, July of 21, I, I remember guys saying, well, this would be great for bowl games because the brand sponsors on the bowls would be able to do something to draw guys in, right? And make them part of the bowl process. And, you know, pay kids to have them showcase as part of the bowl. We hadn't seen that yet at all. And in all honesty, I thought that was actually not a terrible idea, yeah. but we haven't seen any of that. And I well, think that that may be the only bastion we have left to save the bowl system to what we've, you know, recalled it to be, I guess.
1: I think the next step that you're going to see Wes with the portal is remember when it was a big deal, when you couldn't oversign anymore, the recruits. yeah,
2: I think you're going to yeah. see
1: these schools sign 8, 9, 10 guys and then try to fill out that roster with the portal, with the older players. Because as you know, yeah, with these coaches, I, it's year to year, and the, and the concept yeah. of developing players anymore is going to be less I, and less. Yes.
2: I think you guys, and, and I, I don't want to have a programming meeting on the show, but have y'all had Luganville <laughs> on recently?
1: No, nah, we haven't had
0: Tom
2: on in a while. Okay. He is really good talking about the entire portal process and the transition of it as it relates to not just current rosters, Jillio, but also the impact it's having on the high school kids. Yeah. And I think the one thing that we're starting to see, and your point about this is, and Dave Clawson's really good talking about roster management, right? Yeah. And and he understands the red shirting and the concepts and things like that. But for me, where this falls now is you've got a guy like, You know, let's take, for instance, a a kid who – well, let's use Gavin Blackwell at Carolina. That's the first thing that comes to mind, right? I mean, Gavin Blackwell stands to be a guy who who might benefit from Josh Downs not playing in the bowl game, right? Um, You know, but Carolina's going to be probably an underdog playing Oregon. But a Gavin Blackwell stands to get some reps in that bowl practice and the reps in the holiday bowl. And then, by the way, next spring, Mm -hmm. where his value moves north. Well, how much does his value move north, enough to turn pro or enough just to maybe go in the portal, or what is the case? You follow me, and all of a sudden, a guy who you thought might be a four-year guy ends up being a two-year guy. Yeah. And that just use that times about eight on every roster, and that's what you have in this world. And that's a scary, scary thing.
0: Wes Durham, ACC Network, ESPN. He's also the play-by-play voice of the Atlanta Falcons. and we'll yeah, close we close we'll, we'll, we'll close on this, Wes. Is the, okay. NF, is the NFC South, which the Carolina Panthers are absolutely still in the mix to win, I'm actually mad at the Saints for not creating a four-way tie this week in the uh, in the oh, NFC you, South. You,
2: you're going for the brown low eight-way, seven-way tie, yeah, coastal I, thing again. I, I, I okay, want great. NFC
0: South coastal vibes, and I guess that's that, that's where I'm going with it. Is that's the NFC it, it is what we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you assess the Buccaneers right now?
2: Uh, Tom Brady, and to quote, paraphrase Paul Johnson, 10 pylons.
0: <laughs> Isn't
2: Tom Brady a pylon at this point? No, hell no. He's still Tom Brady, dude. I don't he know, He proved man. it a Monday night against New Orleans. Is I that, don't care what dude, happened last Sunday. Dude, it's the Saints. A week ago Monday night, he was Tom Brady, and yeah. he had 10 pylons and took him to victory. All right. All right. Because I, I will say this. The entire division... It is hot garbage on fire <laughs> in the middle of the street.
0: So I was gonna actually had jotted down ask Wes is the NFC South a dumpster fire or is it a seafood no. market dumpster? Like oh, you know no, there's a the fire or is, or is it hot the smell? Garbage. Okay.
2: It is, it is hot garbage collected that morning, compressed in the truck, <laughs> and then the truck breaks down in the middle of I-40 somewhere about Harrison Road exit yeah, in Gary. Gotcha. Right there, right there where it gets really thick before the split on Wade Avenue, right? Yeah. And that truck breaks down in the middle lane, and the only way they can get that truck off the road is to dump that garbage (laughs) in the middle of 40, (laughs) and then somebody comes along and lights it on fire. That is the NFL style.
0: I love it. Wes, we'll close on that, man. (laughs) Uh, You got what? You got Wake Forest tonight?
2: The Deeks and Mountaineers of Appalachian meet in hardwood. For the first time in
0: 16 years wow okay ash so, state tell forbes we miss them. one and
2: oh against the acc by the way
0: tell uh tell steve forbes we appreciate it when he responds to our tweets
2: <laughs> yeah today ironically he told me he was coming off twitter i have no idea <laughs> that anyway. guy no
0: no no steve forbes ain't quitting twitter it's like me saying i'm quitting twitter what are you talking about <laughs> all right man we'll talk to you oh, later man.
2: take care guys
0: See, my other suggestion for Wes was uh, Bourbon Street at four o'clock in the morning.
1: Oh, Pascal's Manali. That's where he needs to go. That's my fish place, the shrimp place. What? In the in, garden uh, district. In the
0: garden district? Yeah. That's right. That is that is where you went. Yeah. Was it uh, our guy Archer was telling us all yep. these places to go to? They were all closed. Well, Didn't it's been own? a minute. It has been a minute. The pandemic did a lot of damage, man.
1: Are you struggling to get a good night's sleep? Look no further than Parkway Sleep. For 20 years, we have been your locally owned and operated sleep center. I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Did you know that people are waiting a staggering six to eight months for a sleep study at other sleep labs? At Parkway, we understand the importance of your sleep needs. That's why we offer openings within weeks, not months saving you time. Don't let sleepless nights take over your life. Visit us today at parkwaysleep.com. Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sound sleep, sound health.